am Ohiro Oni Esele. Ruminations is the podcast where I discuss matters of life. There is an old African proverb that it is only a true friend that can tell another that his or her teeth are smelling. It so happens that in this or any other instance, I'm not just a friend of Africa, I am an African. And here is the truth that needs to be told about my homeland and its people. My fellow Africans, our teeth are smelling. Simply, Africa and Africans are a continent and a people in need of a mirror. It is time for soul-searching. Across Africa, human life is being ravaged by poverty, disease, armed conflict, and very bad leadership. This is not news. Nor is it news that people are suffering while their social and political leaders are living in bubbles of luxury. How a continent so blessed in natural and human resources can also seem so cursed is inexplicable because it is unfathomable. Yet, that is Africa's plight. Immensely blessed, Africans have inflicted pain on their own continent and continue to do so. By so doing, they, we, have made the continent seem as though it is forsaken by its creator. For several decades, the African mindset has been programmed to believe that Africans are not responsible for Africa's problems. Instead, non-Africans, specifically Westerners, are blamed for all of the conditions of life and living in Africa. In the circumstances, there is a consequent expectation that the responsibility for resolving the stark realities of Africa's perpetual state of crisis belongs to non-Africans. Hmm. At the risk of sharing an unsolicited opinion, I will say exactly what I think of this line of reasoning. Well, in my opinion, that reasoning smacks of a level of intellectual dishonesty that stinks to the utmost. There is, of course, no denying the fact that Africa had its unfair share of oppression and exploitation at the hands of European colonialists who pillaged the continent, tortured the African people, and battered them physically, psychologically, emotionally, and, along with some others now, continue to exploit the continent economically. African history is replete with evidence of the destruction that those decades of thievery, trickery, 
and violence by European imperialists represented. Yes, those imperialists who showed up in Africa with a Bible in one hand and a gun in the other, and proceeded to strip Africans of their heritage and dignity. The truth of that history is without question, and to this day, our world is dealing with the consequences of the wicked acts of European imperialists. This is a fact, and the evidence is all around us. But as true as that is, it is also true that African nations have had a long time since their varying years of independence to stand on their feet, stand up to their colonial masters, and design their own fate. Unfortunately, most have not done so. Instead, people who claim to be African leaders have done nothing but run their countries to the ground while going to store their loots in the economic institutions of the same countries that oppressed and still oppress Africa. In my opinion, it is time for Africans to end the blame game and begin to hold themselves and their so-called leaders accountable for the plight of the continent and its inhabitants. I am conscious of the fact that this is a touchy subject that I am expressing. But it is only because this position represents a fact that many of my fellow Africans will rather avoid. I dare anyone to provide a convincing description of how non-Africans caused the genocide in Sudan's Darfur region in years past, or how non-Africans caused the ongoing violence in Somalia, how non-Africans are responsible for the murderous plundering of Liberia by Liberia Samuel Doe and the likes of Charles Taylor decades ago, or how non-Africans are responsible for having caused Mugabe's murderous dictatorship in Zimbabwe for decades, until he was finally forced out of office in a bloodless coup. The ins or how non-Africans are responsible for the instability in the Congo, Chad, Niger, and other African countries, or for the dictatorial rule in Guinea-Bissau, the murderous large resistance army in Uganda, Nigeria's former president Goodluck Jonathan's band of thieves, and Boko Haram, and the ultra-corrupt leadership in Togo, Côte d'Ivoire, Burundi, the Republic of Benin, and just too many other African countries. Enveloped in the tragic realities of Africa are people who are obviously so lacking in self-image that they have taken to accepting and wearing as a badge of honor derogatory names that they, 
their people in the African continent have been called by the incompetent and arrogant racist who now occupies the high office of President of the United States. So, these low self-esteemed Africans make excuses for Donald Trump, and they expand on what he called them, and argue that their countries of origin have been accurately described. Unfortunately, they are not intellectually bright enough to understand the simple meaning of language that is not even coded. Follow me. An orange does not grow on an apple tree, and humans do not give birth to cats, dogs, or chickens. So, since the only thing that comes out of the anus is excrement, Anyone who accepts that his or her country or continent of origin is best described as an excrement hole is acknowledging that he, his parents and family members, and everyone from his country or continent are excrement. But why would any sane person embrace a given contemptuous name and even make and distribute disgraceful videos in which they allow their shameless faces to be shown. Perhaps it is because they do not believe that they are better than what they have been called. Well, by accepting and wearing such derogatory names, they have become exactly what they have been called. They have become exactly that. Because we may not be what we are called, but we are exactly the names that we answer to. Africans who see nothing good in Africa are part of the problem. So also are Africans who believe that the only thing the continent is good for is as a piggy bank for their selfish desires, or an easy prey for human vultures. Africans who befriend and try to enrich themselves by associating with corrupt people in positions of authority are equally guilty of being plagues on the continent. Honesty demands that we take a sincere look into our souls if we desire to see Africa's plight more clearly. When we do so, we begin to understand our own roles in this saga that Africa has come to represent for several decades now. When we are honest with ourselves, we will know exactly what we must do to restore the continent to a level of glory that Africa once experienced. We will also be able to see a glaring image of a continent that for centuries has been victimized first by foreigners and then by its own people. We will see a continent in which people aspire to become corrupt bosses rather than honest leaders. We will see an African continent indeed a mother that was once raped by strangers and is now being raped by her own children who posterity placed in positions to care for her.
There is no greater form of abuse than this, and there is no greater sense of responsibility than for all Africans to look in the mirror and make the individual and collective change that is needed for Africa to be restored to respectability.